following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Let's talk, but no politics okay. Proudly dedicates all episodes to the loving memory of Constance Chirac, who was one of the biggest supporters of the show. And we like to say thank you for everything that you have done. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk But No Politics Okay. Coming to you every Sunday here on the BICBP Radio Network, I'm your host, Andrew Lenz, and before we get into today's episode, here is a message from our sponsor. Are you tired of the same old Christmas shows? Well, so are the Simpsons. Hey, Santa, what's shaking, man? That's why America's funniest new family is starring in their very own Christmas comedy. When do we get paid? They're coming to save the holidays. Hey, little one, Santa's back. Oh, oh, no! The Simpsons Christmas special, Sunday on Fox. All right, so November is done. Getting into December, that Christmas holiday feeling. Time to sit down with the family and watch some Christmas specials on TV, not just Christmas movies, but every year Christmas tradition specials from either when you were growing up, when your parents were growing up, or now. And today to talk about this, I bring in Lawrence Monahan, co-host of Stories from the Sideline. Once again, another great podcast here on the BIC BP Radio Network. How are you doing, Lawrence? Good. How are you doing today, Andrew? Not too bad. Not too bad. So thanks for having me on again. Yeah, yeah, you were on the. This is the main episode. You've uh, say, this is the main episode. I made the I made the bonus episodes. Now I feel like I, I went to the minor leagues. Now I've been called up to the main roster. Yeah, that's only. Uh, oh no, I, yeah, yeah, because Rich uh, Rich Maranto did the same thing from next to kin. So he did the bonus, and now now we're in. Now you feel like you're in the big leagues. This is the one that gets put everywhere. Absolutely. So I'm ready. You're worldwide. Welcome to the show. In more thank you, thank in, you. In more ways than one. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the the Christmas like TV special. What one stands out most to you, or one that you still cherish from childhood even into adulthood? Uh, there's a couple. I I, I love Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Uh, Frosty the Snowman. Is a personal favorite. How the Grinch You Stole Christmas, of course. But if I had to choose uh, an all-time favorite, um, I'm probably going with Charlie Brown Christmas. Uh, I, I'm just a big fan of the Peanuts. Uh, love the characters. Uh, so Charlie Brown Christmas is probably one of my favorites. The wonderful Christmas tree and, and everything Absolutely. else. Absolutely. He owns the holidays. I just realized that as I'm doing posts, like he's got it all down. The Peanuts got Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and it all ends with Christmas there. But I think the Christmas one is definitely, definitely stands out. I enjoy that one. That's always a good one to watch every single year. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And it's funny. Um, I usually start start watching during uh, during Halloween. So Halloween, I'll watch the it's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown and the Thanksgiving Charlie Brown um, and the Christmas Charlie Brown. So it's like you said, they really you don't realize it, but they really do dominate the <laughs> the holiday seasons. I, I couldn't believe how long some of them been on since like the I think the Christmas one was from like the '60s and the other ones were the '70s. So this is something that's been around forever. But I definitely do enjoy a good 
Charlie Brown Christmas and just the Charlie Brown character, like you said as well, with the whole Peanuts gang. I think I think other than those three, it seems like they're kind of fading away in a way, but the the certain holidays are really keeping them going. Yeah, I was gonna say they had the uh, the Charlie Brown movie. Yeah, they had the Charlie Brown movie. What was it like two, three years ago now? That it finally made the big screen where they revamped it. But yeah, for the most part, I'd say they're. Uh, there are uh, holiday seasons and then that's about it. I have one for my childhood and I'm glad that you're doing this because we're in the same age group. Normally, if I did this with somebody younger, I would have to explain this to them. Do you remember it's the Will, Will Vinton's Claymation Christmas with the two dinosaurs? Yes. Wow. That's going. Yes, 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 yes. That is my all time favorite one. If I think of Christmas special, I, I think of Charlie Brown and like the other ones, like you mentioned, Rudolph. But something from my childhood that I hold dear is definitely the claymation Christmas. Just each one of the little skits between the polar bears, the bell ringing. There's so many other ones. The California raisins are in it. I was going to say the California. It, it's almost it's funny because it's almost it's a Christmas special, but it's almost like a Christmas variety hour type deal because there's so many little skits, little sketches. I love that one. I actually I actually own it. I found it on Amazon. <laughs> I bought it. Nobody watches it with me, but I watch it every year. I just love the two dinosaurs. It's that old school classic comedy, you know, the straight man, the funny man, and everything else with the two dinosaurs. And, you know, he's trying to say, I can't even, here we go, a waltzling. And they're like, yeah. The one guy comes in with the waffle. It was what? It was Rex. And what was the other guy? What was the other dinosaur's name? I think one of them was Rex. Yeah. No, I, no. I could be wrong. I, I I remember. I do remember the two dinosaurs because they were kind of like the the hosts of the, the whole thing, right? Yep. It was Rex and Herb. Rex and Herb. That's right. They were the they were the big one. And they just, like you said, it was like the variety hour on everything there. From simple like we we the three kings and everything else, mm-hmm. but that that is definitely my all time favorite. That I think when it I can't believe when I saw that it came out in 1987, but definitely my all time favorite. And I couldn't believe that it was like when it came out. So it was crazy. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, it's um, and I don't know. It, for Christmas specials, it's and maybe it's just me, but nowadays it seems like Christmas specials are almost like a thing of the past. There, it's they still have the Christmas movies, they yeah. still have the Christmas stuff, but it's almost like the the actual TV show Christmas specials. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but there they don't seem to be around as much anymore. I mean, they still they still replay the old ones, but they don't really seem to make any new ones. No, I think it's because of streaming and everything else. And then I noticed they've gone into a little bit more of like the variety thing where they're like, hey, come see. I don't know if they've ever did it, but like Blake Shelton's Christmas where it's so-and-so coming on and or Michael Bluvier's Christmas or Harry Connick Jr.'s Magic Holiday Hour or something. like. I noticed it's that, but it's nothing like like what we watch, like what you said, Frosty, Rudolph. Santa Claus is coming to town. It's like they don't have the characters. I remember there was a Pac-Man Christmas one way back. I think I vaguely, I remember the the old Pac-Man cartoon. Yeah. I think I vaguely remember the TV show or the the Christmas special. Yeah, I kind of remember. I just remember seeing Pac-Man on a TV, the old cartoon one. 
with the Christmas hat. That was like the one that I remember. Now, do you remember the uh, the South, Mar- South Park Christmas episodes? In fact, wasn't yeah. there one of their first episodes? Wasn't it uh, Jesus versus uh, Santa? Wasn't that like one of almost their first episode? Yeah, it is. Actually, I just got done watching one of uh, the South Park ones. It was, <laughs> I couldn't believe it was from 2002, but it was the Red Sleigh Down. Where they try and film Christmas cheer in Iraq and Santa yep. shot down and got to see good old Mr. Hanky the Christmas poo. There, that's a, like, they just straight made that whole entire thing up of Mr. Hanky the Christmas poo, which is, I don't think there's too many guys like that, that kind of do that in a way. Like the Rankin and Bass did the heat miser and the cold guy as well. Yeah. What was the heat might? I forgot what they called him. But they both had their they both had their little songs or whatever. Yeah, and weren't they? Didn't they end up? The whole thing was they were like brothers or they were related or something. And one controlled the heat and one controlled the uh, winter. Yeah, that's what it. That's because that was the one where the kid wanted it to snow. Something about wanting it to snow in the south, and he goes to the cold guy and he's like, "Hey, I think we had watched this like in school." Uh, he's like, "He's like, hey, can you?" Can you make it snow in the south? And he's like, oh, no, you got to go see my brother, the heat miser. If he says it's okay, I can make it snow there. And then they go to the heat miser and he's like, no, it doesn't snow in the south. It doesn't do this. Yeah, that was the one. That was the uh, the year without the year without a Santa Claus. Is that, that what was, it was called? That's the one it was called. Yeah, that was a little that was a little weird one. That was kind of uh, it was a Christmassy one. But like you said, it was it, it kind of got a little out there at times. A lot of those snow, the snow miser and the heat miser. A lot of the uh, a lot of those rank and bass ones got like weird the way that it is now. I yeah, like, I feel like like the island of misfits choice. Like what was it called? It was called like a Joey in the box or something. He's like nobody yep. ever wants to play with a Joey in the box. <laughs> but even that, like who plays with a Jack of the Box now or anything else? Yeah, that's almost like a, almost like a lost generation of toys. Yeah, like our aunt, uh, that's what the island of misfit toys is. Uh, I mean, I know they were all toys that weren't quite right, but uh, nowadays I feel like kids, it's all electronics. Mm-hmm. You know, they need something that that does something for them, talks to them, whatever. It's it's all electronics. I think that's the other problem with some of these two when they do play them. Uh, as the kids, as kids get older, I can see a lot of younger kids. Watch it, but as kids get older, like you said, it's like why why are they happy they got a train for Christmas? <laughs> yeah. Are they happy they got this? And you're like, Well, that's what we would get. And we were like pretty happy with it back then. <laughs> and yeah. we, we loved it. Like, Dad, what's that little circle thing? That's a hula hoop. Why yeah. did you just get a hula hoop for Christmas? Well, it was a big toy back in the day. It was fun. Yeah. It was exercise. You get a you get an action figure and you're like, Oh boy, this is the greatest thing in the world. Now it's if it doesn't look yeah. that if it's not a tablet or yeah and like you were Toronto. and you were happy if it had like if the arms if the elbow actually bent instead yeah. of just the arms <laughs> then when you're like wow look it can grab something and all the points of articulation <laughs> but that's where i think a lot of these fall a little bit short today like mike uh, well my kids are older anyways they they they're not gonna sit down and watch this if we're like hey you want to watch frosty they're definitely not gonna watch it but when, when they're younger but is Frosty re- oh because Santa's in it because that's one of the things too that is that really a Christmas thing? But uh, you can make the point that Santa does make a little cameo appearance in there at the end. And uh, remember though, Frosty only comes to life because it's Christmas snow. Oh, so. okay. 
So that's where that <laughs> that's where they get me on that one. All right. I remember my first induction into introduction into the Simpsons being like a full length show was actually their Christmas special as well. I was gonna say with the Simpsons, I mean I I I we talked about the South Park ones. I love the South Park Christmas specials. And I'm a huge fan of the Simpsons, but I don't know. I was never really a fan of their Christmas specials. The one that the one that really sticks out was, and I think it was the time where they got uh, they got Santa's little helper because wasn't yeah. didn't he end up he he was their uh, Homer went to the dog track or whatever and was trying to win enough money to get buy Christmas presents and he ended up bringing home the dog and that was like the greatest Christmas present ever. Yeah, that's that's the one that I was thinking of too. I were that, and then I just remember him going through the store, and he's just picking up random stuff, and he's like, "Ooh, pad of paper," because they didn't get a Christmas bonus. He's like, "Ooh, big thing of pad of paper. Bart will love this. He could draw on this, and he could do this, and he could do that, and it's like all these like oddball, cheap gifts on everything else." Yeah, and then like yeah, it's. It's almost like shopping when you're like, you know, when you first have money, it's like a little kid, but like, oh yeah, mommy will like a little bow that costs like 50 cents. <laughs> <laughs> that was the craziest one <laughs> that I remember. Cause it was just like, he's just putting stuff in there and he's like, oh, I just remember the pad of paper. Cause I'm like, who would want that? <laughs> Is that the, no, that's not, I thought it was, maybe it was the one with the Lee Trevino golf, but that was something that was a different episode with the video games. Yeah, I was going to say that was where he steals the one video game or something. Were you a fan of uh, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas? Come on. Uh, I was going to say, do I remember that one? Jim Henson. And today okay. today it won't. And they're all kind of marionettes or puppets. And today it's kind of hard to to watch it, but it still brings you back nostalgia because you can see the wires and everything now. And there's like a fish that's always in a tank and you can kind of see the hand they are moving in the back of the fish but it's beautiful uh it's emmett otter and they're kind of him and it's just him and his mother they're kind of poor and he wants to get his mother something nice for christmas but then she wants to get him this guitar for christmas and so they decide to start a band and they're going to go into the talent show and they got to go up against (laughs) the what is it the river bottom nightmare band uh, I don't know if you've ever seen it where it's like No, I haven't. I've got to check that one out though. River Bottom Nightmare Band. And it's like I'll the say that, that's gotta be a seventies one. No, it's oh yeah, nineteen seventy seven was when it came out. I I remember watching it as a kid all the time. But <laughs> the probably one of the most classic parts is their him Emmett and his friends are practicing in like this tree house and you know, they got like the jug and everything. And then this bear comes piling over at his on like a snowmobile and he's like, Are those birds up in the tree? And they're like, No, we're not birds, we're a jug band. It's one of those like fun, worn heartwarming Christmas things, but it's it's Jim Henson at its at his best. Like I said, it's kind of hard today because as an adult, you know what the, you, you can see it, but as a kid, I never saw it. But as I got older, I was like, there's the lines, there's the arm, but it's, it's probably that I would have to say the Will Vinton's claymation Christmas and then Emmett Otter is right underneath it for, for me when it comes to like what, what I want to watch for Christmas. Yeah. Well, the best is when you remembering watching the, the show as a kid, 
mm-hmm. and then rewatching it later, whether it's in your twenties, thirties, or forties, and then you just look and be like, "Wow, that's did they really say that? Did they really yeah. get away with it?" <laughs> like just some of the as a kid, it totally flies way over your head. But as an adult, you're like, wow, that's even some of them. You're like, that's that's a little racy. <laughs> you have kids. So do you ever like catch it and then look over at your kids to see if they're like, if you're like, OK, did you? All right. You're good. You didn't you didn't get that <laughs> when they were younger. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I'd be like uh, I and again, when I first started watching them with it, I uh all I remember was watching them as a kid, but like, all right, this is one of my favorites and watching it. And I'll like 10 minutes in and be like, Ooh, wait a minute. Okay. They're good. They didn't, they did. There's, or you don't even look, you just listen, but like, okay, they didn't catch that joke either. They're good. I had to do that with monster squad, explain some things. <laughs> monster <laughs> squad does not, does not stand up the way that it did back in, back in the eighties. Now, one thing for Christmas specials, and I know it's a movie, mm-hmm. uh, do you consider Wizard of Oz a Christmas special no. since it's always on TV during Chris during the holiday season? That's always been that's always been a I've had some top topics. I personally don't consider it a Christmas special, but I know there are people out there that do. It's an older movie. It's always on during the holiday times, whether it's right after Thanksgiving or or during the, the Christmas season. I just remember that just being a big thing. I don't ever remember when it exactly came on as a kid. I just remember that was it was up there with just a regular old TV special. Like like if a movie was finally coming out to network television, that was like a big thing for us was to watch Wizard of Oz. But I never I've never coordinated it with the holidays. I know lately it seems like I'd say the last like uh, 10 years or so it it's oh it'll make its run like I said usually that that week after Thanksgiving and then into you know like middle of December but it's I don't know it seems like it's creeping into that holiday season more and more but then that these are the same people that think uh you know me personally I think Die Hard is a Christmas special TV movie but it's <laughs> just that's I, just me I do as well have you are you a Star Wars fan I am so, have you ever seen the Star Wars Holiday Special? <laughs> have you have you gone down that rabbit hole like on YouTube? I saw it when I was older because YouTube finally gave us this wonderful opportunity to see this for anybody that was born before you know, <laughs> or born after 1978 or so. so. I I did get a chance to see it, and as a kid, I was just I was so disappointed with it. Like I just. I don't know. I just thought like, all right, this is going to, you know, where's the fighting? Where's the, this where like, I figured it'd be like a, you know, and I was just, I don't know. I was just so disappointed with it. And again, Christmas special, you're, you know, you're not exactly fighting and killing people during Christmas, but for me as a kid, I I think I watched it. I don't know when I was a teenager, maybe 13, 14, somewhere around there. um, I was able to, uh, I think my uncle had a copy of it or an old DVD or an old uh, VHS recording of it or something That's but i was just so disappointed you're lucky george lucas didn't go after him for that one <laughs> like that is like the one thing that george lucas was like no i did not I, I never did that it never happened even though you can go and you can find it but it, yeah it, it, it's it was of, just it's bad it's, yeah but it's so funny because they got like all the actors from the movie like even james earl jones did the voice of darth vader and yeah <laughs> and now, <laughs> It always looked on so 
so badly. It almost seemed like it was like, all right, guys, you know, we did all the movies. All right, let's just do this one thing. It'll be great like everything else was. And it was not. Yeah, that's one of those things where you got to watch what you do. (laughs) Like, where's my agent? Why did my agent tell me to do this? Too much of one thing can go awfully, awfully bad. And that's. Oh, absolutely. that's, That's exactly how that just. How that just went out with the whole life day. If you go and watch, what is it? Disney Plus. I watched it last year with my son. They did a Lego, Star Wars Lego kind of holiday thing where it was like, where you're apologizing to you guys now. And here you go. Hope you, hopefully you (laughs) like this. That was actually rather good because it had a little bit of, a little bit of like fighting in it, but nothing like over the top. Yeah. That was definitely the one that I watched with my son because i was like i guess we could watch this and then i watched and i was like why is this so much better than the one with the actual actors going on in there this is just some cartoon with legos and this is way better than the actual actors and having to save chewbacca's family on life day now one christmas special it's it's newer and i guess you call it a christmas special mm-hmm. um i don't know if you've watched if you watch uh ted lasso on apple uh apple tv no i don't um, it would, first of all, it's a great show, but they did, um, I, I don't know if you know the concept. It's about a, a football coach in America who, um, gets hired to coach a soccer team in, uh, in England. So in the, in the English Premier League. Um, so they did a Christmas episode and, uh, it's funny. It's all about, um, the one, uh, the general manager of the team. He invites every year, he'll invite one player over. And he only ended up getting like one or two. And this year, the entire team came over. And it's just everybody kind of sharing their own differences or their own traditions and this and that. So I thought that was pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah. Ted Lasso is one of those things where I want to watch. But then I'm like, I don't think I want to do another streaming service right now. (laughs) That's kind of like one of those things with me, with everything going on. I got to see what's on it and see if it's worth it. Like. I think the last one I got was Paramount Plus, and that was worth it because since we do live in Texas, I can set the zip code to a zip code in like Niagara Falls. So now my wife gets to watch the Bills because she's a Bills fan, and I don't have to pay. Oh, okay. I don't have to pay for the NFL Sunday ticket. Yeah. <clears throat> so as long as they're on CBS, I get the Bills games. But that's the last one that I. That was the last one that I got. Yeah, in fact, we got uh, the only reason we got Apple was just because of Ted Lasso. I'd heard so much about the show. I'm like, you know what? I got to I got to see what this thing's all about. Um, well, you're you're a soccer coach, too. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's why I was like, it's got to be it. it's and it, it's fantastic. Now, do you think with the streaming services, do you think that's bringing back like the holiday specials and kind of making them more relevant? And kind of getting them into, uh, you know, where it, before they were so hard to find and now you can just type it in and it's on your TV. I think it's easier. I think it's easier for like, well, like the older ones where we don't, for us, it was like a to do. You had to be home at that time unless somebody actually knew how to set the VCR properly at your house and everything else. I think with the streaming services, it's more. You can watch it anytime you want. Where when yeah. we were growing up, it was you had to be there. Excuse me, you had to be there eight o'clock Friday night, ready to go. And that's that's the other thing kids didn't have to deal with too, is 
we had to deal with commercials. Now nobody has to deal with commercials. So what would take an hour to watch takes 45 minutes. <laughs> and then, yeah. then you're done and you can pause it in the middle. I think that's where streaming is really like you, like you kind of brought up, you know, bringing it back, but making it easier for everybody. Cause you could go out, you could go out din- to dinner everything else if you actually do go out shopping that's another thing that's completely changed i remember going to the malls and getting dragged here getting dragged there or getting dropped off at my mom's friend's house (laughs) so she could go christmas shopping for us and air quotes everything else you know because santa brought the presents but that i think where streaming is better uh one that we watched was what was it the christmas chronicles with kurt russell and yeah goldie hawn like that was like my kids wanted to watch it and i was like don't you want to watch rudolph rudolph's coming on you know cbs at 7 30 no i want to watch the christmas chronicles because i think a lot of those dying out production value it looks older hd doesn't help anything when it comes to this stuff unless you remaster everything and that's and it's kind of and it's kind of sad in a way but it's also it's more everything like anything with the internet. Everything's more convenient. Yeah. Go out with your family. Like I said, now go out to dinner. If you do go, like I said, if you do go to the mall or something to go Christmas shopping, come back home and then watch it. It's done. in if it's a half an hour episode, what what we would have had to sit through is done in 25 minutes. If that, and then we're done. And there's a lot of times where I watch these on streaming services I'm like, wasn't that longer as a kid? And then I realized I didn't have to sit through every single commercial or this special is brought to you by the people at da, da, da. And then you watch 15 minutes of a Timex commercial or just some type of toy brand or anything like that. I just saw one. It was the Smurfs Christmas special, like looking for stuff to put on the Facebook page. And the whole entire thing was sponsored by Mattel and it was from 1982. So it was sponsored by Mattel. And then after that, it was like, Hey, check out He-Man. <laughs> so we don't have yeah. to sit through that anymore, but even then toy commercials aren't what they used to be either. No. Well, I think a lot of these Christmas specials were just, that's in a sense, especially the cartoon ones, that's all they were. It was just to yeah. promote the toys. Well, I mean, it was funny. I was watching a, um, a series on Netflix where a lot of those, a lot of the cartoons just came from, they weren't created for entertainment. They were created as marketing campaigns for the toys, whether it was He-Man, G.I. Joe. It was like, nope, we've got the toy. Okay, give me a, I need a comic book about the, the, the toy. I need a cartoon show about the toy. I need a Christmas special about the toy. Um, let's get it out. Let's get it out. Let's get it out. It was almost like a, it was part of their marketing ploy. Because there was a He-Man and Shira Christmas special. And they were explaining on how Christmas is celebrated on earth. And then they wanted to bring it to attorney or something like that. And I'm like, this is, this is crazy that everything has this, but like, that's how it was. It's just constant marketing. And here you go. Here's a nice Christmas special. Now you're going to want the toys even more because it's at Christmas time. And yeah. And and, oh, yeah. By the way, there's a new uh, He-Man's got a brand new castle or He-Man's got a brand new uh, line to ride or a brand new this or a brand new weapon. Here's one. Speaking of toys, I don't know if you 
if you've ever watched mm-hmm. it. This came out in like 2014, and this has turned into probably it's definitely kind of like a must. Is uh, the what is it? The Toy Story, the time that forgot our time forgot, and it's it's Toy Story. I don't know if you ever watched the Toy Story of Terror. They're like Halloween special because they do this. Uh, they I don't do think this, I watched the Halloween. They do this Christmas special now. It's Toy Story that time forgot. And the girl Bonnie goes to like her cousin's house or something, and he's playing video games. Here, this is the classic example. He's got all these toys, and there's some hot, like new dinosaur toys, and he got all this stuff for Christmas. Like, like if it was kind of like almost like a He Man thing, like all the dinosaurs that go with it, but they're like dinosaur warriors, so they have armor and things like that. And they have the castle and everything else, but he also got a new gaming system. And because he's been playing the gaming system, the dinosaurs don't know that they're toy. So kind of in a classic uh, Toy Story theme, because he hasn't played with any of them yet. And he's the toys, the toys uh, story characters go into there and they get sucked in and they're trying to explain to him that, you know, they're just toys. They need to be played with and they get put into like these gladiator sequences with certain things and and the dinosaur toys have completely taken over the room. Like other toys are hiding and everything else because this kid is just sitting there playing video games and the toys don't know that they're toys until later on when one of the toys spoiler to- unplugs the gaming system. And then they see all the toys in the room and they're like, Oh, okay, let's go play with these. But it's, it's just awesome how it works, how it works out the way it is. It's probably the most recent one with my kids that I just sit down and we watch every year. No, I love it. And, um, I'm a big fan of the Toy Story uh, um, series or whatever. I, I really think it's, I mean, who hasn't thought that as a kid, you know, that the second you leave the room that your toys are moving or when you come back, like, I didn't put that there. You were over there or I love the Toy Story one. I love, I'll have to check that out. That time, the Toy Story, the toy that time forgot. Yeah, Toy I'll Story. Have to check that out. That time forgot. I think it's on Disney Plus if you have that. It's really good. It's really thought out of it it's probably one of the last actual Chris, newer christmas specials that i actually remember on tv other than the classics that we mentioned charlie brown's christmas rudolph frosty are you a fan of frosty returns because i just turn that off every time no yeah we're we're a frosty frosty original no no frosty return frost no frosty returns no there was another I've, one I feel like South Park is one of the few ones that really um, can make like sequels and has done a great job of yeah. making sequels, especially from the Mr. Hankey character. It's uh, I feel like a lot of times like Frosty Returns, anytime you tr- most times when you try a sequel with a Christmas special, it's just it's going to be not it's going to miss the mark. Mm-hmm. Um, but South Park, whatever, they've managed to keep that that like really relevant, fresh and, and almost like a new uh a new idea everything yeah they they really have done it like even red sleigh down all oh, the christmas critters are just absolutely nuts that's one that i don't even want to <laughs> really get into christmas Crit- that was a combination of like a, a a christmas special meets a halloween special i mean that- <laughs> yeah i don't even want to get into what the christmas critters are just if you if anybody's not seen it or want to check it out, just make sure there's no kids in the room. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's an adult Christmas special. Yeah. That's not a that's not a children's Christmas special. No, that's just make sure there is no 
children in the room because that will be <laughs> that will be very, 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 very bad. Because <laughs> there are some things they say that should never be said. Yeah, that was uh, it was very funny, but very uh, like you said, Christmas. I, maybe that's the diehard of the Christmas uh, TV specials. Because yeah. that's uh, that's definitely a Christmas special for for adults. Yes, very, very, very much. <laughs> I just think about that one, and I'm like, no. And but it starts out so nice, and you're like, oh, this is going to be wonderful. And they get it; they just lure you in, and then all of a sudden, it's like, no, 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 no. This is not what I thought it was going to be at all. <laughs> this is this is definitely not it. But they. Trey Parker and Matt Stone do an amazing job on all that stuff. Oh, absolutely. And I love how even on a lot of their Christmas specials, they're able to uh they're able to hit like whatever the topic of the year is. Like they they just stay so so on top of of the issues. Mm-hmm. They do it in a lot of their shows, but they do it in their Christmas specials especially. Yeah, I love the that's another great documentary on HBO Plus is Six Days to Air. Where yeah, they show them going through, and they're like, "We got six days to get this episode out." Wasn't yeah, and I think that's why they've always been. I mean, this is kind of getting off topic a little bit, but yeah. I think that's why they're always been just a little bit ahead of Simpsons because Simpsons it takes so long to come out. It take by the time their episode comes out, it's almost cliche. Where South Park, you know, when the pandemic came out, they were able to, you know, they they played right into it. When this came out, they played right into it. Now, were you a fan of um, TV shows that would just have like a Christmas episode just to kind mm-hmm. of like it was it was the thing to do or it was, all right, let's get this out. It really doesn't follow the plot line from what we've been doing, but everybody needs a Christmas episode. Yeah, it's, there's a couple. I, we touched on that when I did the Halloween one. And it was more Roseanne comes to mind. There's not too many that come to mind. The only one that I remember, and I just remember this when you said it, is I don't know why. I don't know if my mom liked it or whatever, but I always remember we always had to watch a very Brady Christmas where they were all grown up. Oh, yeah. And they they would come back and they would visit, but I forgot who didn't show up. And I remember her always pointing out that it, that wasn't the real, that wasn't the original Cindy Brady, I want to say, wasn't in there. And she's like, that's that's not the real one. That's not the real one. I'm like, I don't even know who these really these people are other than, you know, the song. And then maybe you caught a couple of like Brady Bunch episodes on Nick at Night or something. But I just remember, I remember that being like the big introduction is the or very merry Brady Christmas. Or whatever it was called, but I remember that always watching that as a kid. And I'm not gonna lie, if it's on like ABC Family and I'm flipping through the channels, I will still watch. I, I will still watch a very Brady Christmas. But there's not too many. I know Roseanne does a lot of great, uh, kind of like you said, kind of off the topic of the story specials as well. I want to say she did almost like a Christmas Carol one one year. Yeah, I was going to say she's like you said, they have nothing to do with the storyline, mm-hmm. but they're they're in themselves. They're still pretty good episodes. I mean, they're pretty solid, but it's almost like uh, it it almost seemed like, all right, let's take a vacation from the storyline a little bit. Let's knock this out 
get a little refreshed, and then we'll go back to especially turn the, during the later years where Roseanne almost kind of became like a soap opera. Yeah, where it was you know tune in next week to see what the latest tragedy is or you know what's going to happen to Dan or I, I so, yeah it was always kind of it was always kind of interesting just to see them uh, I don't want to say break character but you know go off storyline I like the Office one one of the first years that they did it exchanging gifts but they could do the Yankee swap type oh, thing. oh the Yankee swap <laughs> yeah and Michael tries yes. to <laughs> Michael tries to get oh, what oh what was his name. Uh, him the iPod, and they're like, "Nope, I want this." And yeah, why am I everybody like, was switching because wasn't it? It was supposed to be like under. It was supposed to be under ten dollars or something, but then he ended up spending a hundred and whatever dollars on the iPod. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "I'm gonna, oh Ryan is his name." I don't know why my brain was blanking. He's like, "I'm going to try and get Ryan this 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 iPod and everything else." And they're like, "Uh," and then all of a sudden somebody else gets it. And he's like, "Nope." That's not for you. And then Jim, that's the episode where Jim gives tries to give Pam the teapot with the note inside. Yep. And so I'm getting passed around too. And he's like, no, you want to keep that? And she's like, no, I want an iPod. Yeah. And then he ended, didn't uh, Dwight end up getting it and he had to cut a deal with Dwight to get it back or something. Yeah, I think so. I just remember the whole Yankee swap thing. Thinking, well, that's hilarious that they're like, nope, we're going to, we're going to exchange this out, flip it all around. That's that's probably the last one that really oh seinfeld the the, the seinfeld christmas gives you the other holiday festivus yes and it happens on my birthday every year i was gonna say i was just watching that episode the other night the the airing of the grievances yeah the, uh i love the way i love the way the dad tells the uh george's dad tells the story of the the origin and you know and as i was raining blows down upon this woman I figured there must be a better way. I love it. And then there's the, the pole in the middle of the room. I tell the feats my, of strength. Yes. I tell my wife every year I want to do Festivus, and she tells me. <laughs> I was like, it would be so much easier and cheaper. I was like, I'm no, it is out of it. Oh, absolutely. We'd be a way happier family if I could just sit there and air out grievances all the time. I'd be like, all right. This is, I love it. Air out. How, that was the only thing. And tell everybody how they disappointed you all year long. I've got a lot of problems with you people. I just love it when he yells at it. He's like, first of us, for the rest of us. And I love how he constantly, like, uh, he's, he mispronounces George's boss's name. Cougar, yeah. my kid tells you, you don't know what the hell you're doing. Oh, that's, you know what? As I'm, like, looking around. Do, were you a fan of Futurama? Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you remember that one where Santa becomes a robot? And yeah. And he, he like goes on a killing rampage with yeah. everybody. Yeah. And it's like almost like a purge situation every Christmas Eve that they got to like hide in their houses because if you go out, Santa will just will kill you. And they're trying to run away from Santa because what was it? Something the way that he was programmed for you to actually be on the nice list is like unattainable and everything else. Santa Claus is gunning you down. That was a good part of Red Slate Down when I watched it today that I forgot about in the beginning where Kyle's cousin is doing Cartman's Naughtier Night. Uh, audit or whatever and he's like yeah <laughs> and, he's, and he's going through and he's like okay at this rate you owe santa and he gives him like some enormous amount of presents and i'm like oh my goodness that sounds hilarious and they're like and then i love it when he, he finally goes he goes okay well how can i get presents he's like well at this rate by next week if you 
cure cancer and AIDS, you'll still owe Santa three presents. (laughs) But I I like the ones like that, though, that do like a little bit of like a twist on it. Like Futurama, like here's this crazy old. Yeah, it's not like the same, you know. I used to love Saturday Night Live used to do. It's not so much Christmas, but Saturday Night Live used to do Hanukkah Harry. And yes, Santa, that was was that that was John Lovitz, I believe. Yeah. yeah. And Santa was sick, so he had to call in Hanukkah Harry, and he was giving everybody socks. And he's like, yes. he's like, you need socks. They're practical. And they're like, but Santa gives us toys. No, no, no. You don't need that. And it's like on Shlomo and Herschel and stuff like that. I, to this day, because they have that. It's supposed to be like the elf on the shelf, but they have this thing called mench on a bench. Mench on a bench. And I'm thinking to myself, why do you got to have a mench on a bench? Just have Hanukkah Harry. Hanukkah Harry was great. I loved it. Now, were you a big fan of the uh, the robot chicken? Yes. I was going to say, I remember they had a few they had a few Christmas specials, but that was another one. It was just like it would be a quick little bleep and then go off to something else. But I they they definitely had a few solid Christmas specials. I thought I always thought that show was super underrated. I just re- I really thought that was such a such a um, underrated and just really it, it made you think in a lot of different ways. I mean, yeah, it was silly. It was goofy, but I forgot about the Saved by the Bell thing, too. Do you remember when they did that? It was like the first kind of like two parter of Saved by the Bell. They all get jobs at the mall. I think Kelly starts Kelly or Jesse starts working with this girl and they find out that she's homeless and her and her father living in a car. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that was that that was about as edgy other than like the marijuana drug episode of Saved by the Bell. That's about as edgy as they got. But I do remember that one. And I just remember when her father goes into the mall and he starts like washing himself in the sink and like shaving and stuff. And they're like, I think that guy's homeless. And then finds out that it's the girl's dad and Zach likes the girl. So of course, one of the few times you saw Zach's dad, on there i think he gets him a job or something everything gets settled at the end because it's saved by the bell i feel i feel like that like the early 90s even into the 90s that's where christmas specials became like super schmaltzy Mm -hmm. like you had to have like some big life lesson that you were gonna learn like let's not be greedy let's share let's help i feel like the 90s before that, in the 70s and 80s, it was just all about fun, all about giving you this. But then the 90s, it became super schmaltzy, like almost like an after school special. And I think that's where the Hallmark movies take over is they were like, here is the template. Like you said, it's got to be something tragic. Then somebody has a change of heart or something, and then it works out in the end. Like the Hallmark movies is always some overworked business woman executive who's successful but not married and she goes on vacation or something with her three friends and she finds two guys one guy that fits her lifestyle and one guy that doesn't but then she ends up falling for the guy she ends up going with the guy that does fit her lifestyle even though she loves the guy that doesn't and then and it's always in like in a small town that's why oh yeah or or they you know 
they come home to the old, uh, their old yeah. neighborhood and it's somebody who has, it's a single dad with a child and they fall in love with the child, you know, and, and then as they, you know, they fall more and more and more in love with the father. But then, like you said, they have a change of heart. Nope. I've got to go back to my business, but then they end up coming back. And there was one like that. What was it? And I don't know why I like fell for it two years in a row, even though I kind of remember things. Or something, a guy, his dad died or something, or he got cut off from his trust fund and he was forced to go work with, I just remember Brian Dennehy in it. And I think that was the big part. And he had to go work with Brian Dennehy on this ranch and he learned a life lesson and fell fell in love with this woman and the daughter and the daughter was sick. Trying to sound cynical and I'm saying it, it's just that when you hear the same, when you watch the same thing over and over again, you're like, ah. Not good at all. Not, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to deal with it. Family guy. I don't ever, you know, speaking of like with the Simpsons and stuff like that. I don't ever remember too many great Christmas episodes as well. Yeah. They were ones that they were, they were okay. You know, they weren't anything though to uh, like, I'm trying to think of one that actually stands out. Um, and it's a shame because you think they've had so many good episodes. You would think they would have some some really memorable Christmas ones. South Park's kind of weird, but yeah, not to not to sound too cynical, but I always I almost want to see like a Christmas episode where it just goes wrong and just stays wrong. But like you know, you're you're like a like a realistic Christmas episode where you're you know you're trying to find the love of your life and you're trying to get married all during the Christmas season, but at the end of the episode, it's like. No, you had a few dates and uh, that's that's about it. You're still alone. You're still at your house. You still have no kids. Um, maybe next year. <laughs> Just fades to black. <laughs> right there. Eh, whatever. We'll, we'll figure it out. I think that's the fun, though, about Christmas specials is it just it 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 helps you hope. It's yeah. like, oh, everything really can work out. Everything can be OK. And. It's a magical time of year. Did you ever watch uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Oh yeah, I used I used to love. In fact, are they still on, or did they finally did they get canceled? They I haven't them. watched I haven't watched the last couple of years, but I used to love that show. They got renewed. The whole I don't want to get too far into this because try not to click the explicit button when I upload this, but just the fact that Mac found out that his parents were robbing other people's houses on Christmas was yes. absolutely, was absolutely hilarious. He's like, no, no, you got to go. Santa leaves your presents at other people's houses. It's a scavenger hunt. Yeah. And you gotta, <laughs> and you gotta go there. And it shows him like Phil, his dad, you know, recording everything on a camcorder that some guy was supposed to get for Christmas. That was, I gotta say, that was the best. And I'm not, I'm just gonna say the whole Charlie's mom situation with the Santas. And that's as far as I'm gonna go with that one. But when I saw that, I was like, there, there's a nice, like one, like you said, where it's just destroys everything Christmas wise for Charlie and Mac, where they think they have these wonderful Christmas, you know, growing up. And then all of a sudden they find out that all these horrible things about their parents, but I loved it when he was like, no, you go to, go to the other people's houses. The other, Santa takes two presents to the other. They're like, and, uh, D and Dennis are like, no, 
no, that's that's not how that works. That, He's like, are you sure? That was part of the whole. I love that show because that was part of a, a lot of it where um, Mac and Dennis was or uh, sorry, uh, D and, and Dennis grew up, you know, with uh, money or whatever. And they were, you know, they still, you know, have their faults, but they constantly tell, you know, Charlie and Mac like, no, that's, you know, that's not how normal families do it. That's uh, you guys are uh, poor. You guys are <laughs> grew up in a dif- dysfunctional household. I love that though. They're like, are, are you are you sure? I just love it how he. And then I love at the end when Charlie just punches the Santa Claus. That was probably the funniest thing right in front of the kids. Another another one that I got older as we're getting into the older ones. Uh, the show, The League. Have you ever seen that one? I have not seen the league. I've heard a lot of good things about it, but no, I have not seen that one. All right. Uh, there's a brother in there. His name is Taco. He's kind of always under the influence of not alcohol. We'll just go that route. And he wants to, and he's kind of like this loser guy that always lands on his feet no matter what. And he wants to start a Krampus holiday. So he goes to the mall and he demands that they that they have they have Krampus there and they comes up with this whole like Krampus holiday song and everything else it's that those are absolutely hilarious and then there's then he has this egg and he's trying to make it a 100 year egg taco does and he accidentally leaves at a guy's house and the guy Ruxin at the guy's Ruxin's house and Ruxin thinks it's somebody like left it there as a prank so he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna show, I'm gonna show Kevin that you know the fun little prank," and he takes a jar and he puts milk, raw chicken, and I forget something else in there, and he puts it, he wraps it up in a box, and he shakes everything up so everything's in there, like great, and he breaks into Kevin's house, and Kevin's daughter wakes up and she thinks that he's like an elf on the shelf. So he's like trying to talk to her about it. He's like, he's like, now why don't you go get a uh, Go get Uncle Uncle Ruxin the present from upstairs. He's like, it's got a green bow on it. And he ends up doing it. But then when he's leaving the house, because the parents are waking up, he falls out of the window and he crushes it. And all that, like, that, like the stink oh. bomb just lands all over him. Oh, that's fantastic. No, it's funny you mentioned Krampus because uh, was it American Dad that did their their holiday episode on Krampus? Where they made him, they made him out to be like a... Uh, they made him out to be like a demon and almost uh, used the story to scare, uh, scare Steve because he was, um, he was becoming too spoiled and he uh, had like a big list. And, um, you know, the parents were telling him that, you know, uh, Krampus doesn't, you know, Krampus doesn't like spoiled kids or Krampus will get you. Or... So I feel like a couple different series have, have used the Krampus, the Krampus character. Yeah. Krampus has made a, made a wonderful comeback from, since it since it kind of died out in old world germany i believe he's from the whole character of him yeah because uh, they even no. made, they even made that movie they made a movie about krampus yeah like seven there's been a couple of them but there was actually one probably the biggest one was i forget how long ago probably like 2015 and it was pretty it had like pretty big name actors like adam scott and 
you know, not too big name, but big enough name. Yeah. When you saw him, you recognize him. Yeah, he had his own whole movie, like actually in the movie theaters. That's awesome. Yeah, now talk it? about getting talk about getting Halloween into Christmas. Yeah. I think he's from yeah, I think he's from Germany. I'm part German, so sometimes I tell my kids that Krampus is coming. They're like, No, he's not real. <laughs> They're old enough now to know that he that Krampus is definitely not coming for them, but I still say it every once in a while, or they do the they do the dad, who's your favorite Christmas character? And I'm like, ah, Krampus. <laughs> Definitely my favorite right there. Krampus or Mr. or Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo. Mr. Hanky. Um and the Grinch. I I'm telling you, I love oh, the Grinch. I could do you like okay, so I'm glad that we're kinda on this, actually. That I'm shocked that I haven't done. I know it's a movie, but do you prefer to watch the TV version, the old school Dr. Seuss, or do you like the live action one? I was going to ask you, what do you what do you like better? Um, the live action Jim Carrey, it has its moments, but I, I prefer the uh, I prefer the original. And then I know they did was it two years ago? They redid the cartoon one and made it longer into a movie. Yeah, but I still I still prefer the original. I think it's it's short, it's sweet, it's good on its own. You know, you get in, you get out. I think it's what uh, with the streaming services, twenty five minutes, mm-hmm. and it's uh, you know, especially for the little kids. Like even now, I'll, my I've got uh, two nieces who are younger. One's one's five and one's uh, seven, so I'll watch it with them. And it's just it's something they enjoy. You know, and you're 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 done in twenty twenty five minutes, and then you can talk and laugh and whatever about it afterwards. Yeah, I definitely enjoy the original. I I don't like the Jim Carrey one. I, it's it's okay. I just never really. I know if you were to ask my kids, they probably most likely would want to watch the Jim Carrey one, but I don't want to watch that one. I'd rather just no. like you said, the short, the simple one. It goes in. It's got the great rhymes. It's got the great song in it. You know all the songs and everything else, and it's just short, simple, to the point. I don't need 20 minutes of Cindy Lou Who. I just need that one little bit of Cindy Lou Who where she comes out and she sees the Grinch. And then that's it. That's all I yeah. need at Cindy Lou Who. Because it needs to be more Grinch and not the people of Whoville or Whosville. Because that's, I don't know, you're, just, you're extending it. It, does, it just didn't need to be done that long. No. Like, even though it's not a Christmas, I do really enjoy the live action cat in the hat though. That was really good. But that's a, that's a conversation for another day. I did, but and, and that's one thing now. It seems like it almost seems like nowadays people aren't trying, especially when it comes to Christmas episodes or Christmas specials, it's we're not there's no new Christmas characters. There's no it's just, well, let's remake the Grinch. Let's remake Frosty. Let's remake, I'm sure. Uh, there's going to be a new Rudolph coming out soon. Really? Or actually, at the Thanksgiving Day Parade, wasn't there a, a new leader of Santa Slate Tiptoe or something? What? The the that I, it was Tiptoe is now leading uh, Santa Slate. Well, that's Rudolph. That's probably um, Rudolph. Tiptoe the ri- yeah. It was it was Tiptoe. I just saw it at the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh, I see it. Why is it blue? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know the whole backstory with Tiptoe, but I think that's I think that's the new 
Rudolph. I think Rudolph might have got uh, Rudolph might have got put you know put down or uh, sent back into the the woodwork. But I think this is speaking of creating new characters. It looks like Tiptoe is going to be the new uh, leader of Santa Slay. <laughs> I'll keep on going through my head. Is why is he blue? Gawker puts it. This was the first thing when I typed in Tiptoe the reindeer. It says Tiptoe the Macy's Macy's parades new reindeer is an abomination. <laughs> Ooh. That was the that is the first story. I mean, it's from Gawker, so I don't know. But why? Yeah, uh, you you know what though? Their marketing is working because now when this thing does come out, if it does come out with a movie, I I gotta watch it at least a little bit to just find just, out why it's blue. So they yeah they got me. And I and but I want to know. I'm I'm more interested to know what happened to Rudolph. Did Rudolph's nose like burnt out? Did he need a new battery or something? Did he? I heard a couple of years ago they were looking to get rid of the whole Rudolph song because of the whole uh, no reindeers would ask them play or anything like that. So it's too much bullying or. Yeah, I heard it was something like that. But then at the end, though, that's the one thing I didn't understand is at the end. He is allowed to play because he's like, hey, look at me. I'm different. But I'm just like you guys. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay, let's play. So I just never, I don't know. I never quite under understood that one thing 100%. I don't know how far it got. I just heard kind of rumors about it that the whole, the whole, you know, him not being able to play with the reindeers and the bullying and stuff like that. And probably because even in the, in the show, he, he cover tries to cover up his nose oh, yeah. with like talk and stuff. I don't. Yep. Or like you said, it could just be like not too many kids remember Rudolph. Uh, this is something from like the sixties or the seventies when we were, you know, pushing Rudolph. Let's, let's push tiptoe and tiptoe sounds a little, I don't know, a little bit nicer, gentler. Cause I don't know. Yeah. It, it could be, cash grab or anything like that it's it could be another another little elf on the shelf look at that yeah probably a little bit of both probably like you said with the whole anti-bullying thing you know and they didn't want to make they don't want to make the other reindeers and santa sleigh or have santa to do with anything with bullying because even in the original episode even santa's like you know even Santa gives Rudolph a little bit of uh, a little bit of uh, flack there for his nose. So yeah, maybe they didn't want to portray Santa in any bad light, the reindeers in any bad light. So you know, Rudolph, you're out. Tiptoe, you're in. I don't know what goes on half the time <laughs> with this stuff. Like I said, like especially the whole Elf on the Shelf. I watched that whole entire. We watched that when the kids got their Elf on the Shelf. I think we got the one that came with the book and the like DVD. We watched it where you know you sit it up there and the Elf reports back to Santa and everything else. I just remember we did not have an Elf on the Shelf. It was just you be good, and <laughs> that was it. Yeah, yeah. Forget <laughs> the Elf watching. I'm watching. And yeah. If you're not good, you're not getting anything. But Elf on the Shelf, that's another one where it feels like it was a Christmas series built around a toy. Yes. And it was all it was was once again was they could get up they could do it where they're like, Oh, well, we're just explaining this story, but really you're just making this because of this. 
you know, you didn't have to make a movie. You could have just made a book, but we got to make a book. We got to make a movie. Yeah. You got to make it. You got to make it outfits. I think there's different outfits you could put the elf into and stuff like that. I think we still, we still have ours somewhere, but I don't know yeah. where where it is. It hasn't. It hasn't been in use in the past couple of years. It became a hassle because there's times where my wife and I'd be like, "Did you move the elf?" And we're like, "No." <laughs> They're like, "Why is the elf still there?" Ah, he liked that spot. <laughs> yeah, he had a good vantage point. Yeah, just go go to school. Go to school. Go to school. <laughs> Don't you got something to do? Uh, that or that, and then uh, going off topic a little bit, the the advent calendar. God forbid you forget yes. you forget to put a day in the advent calendar. I didn't get anything on day number fifteen. Oh no no no! Santa was just running a little late. You know you gotta you, you gotta wait. Why don't you go up and brush your teeth, and it'll be there when you get back. My mom got me one one year, but you we had to punch it ourselves, and there was a piece of chocolate behind there, and she just left it out. And then after a while, it just turned into like the Evet calendar was in the garbage by <laughs> by the end of like the next couple of weeks because we knew there was chocolate, so we just go like, ah, we can skip ahead a day. <laughs> Christmas came real early in that house, even though, even though all the other calendars didn't match. Now, did you ever see? Um... And this was probably a good five, six years ago. I don't know if they still had it where it was an advent calendar. It was a pop out one. But every so often you would get like a day or whatever where it would have like a button or it would have like just like instead of like chocolate, it would have like a skunk prize in there. It was almost like it was almost like, nope, you weren't you weren't doing well on the 12th. So you get like a Cheerio or you get. (laughs) I've never seen any of that. It was fantastic. It was there'd be there. I think there were like three or four random days where all the other days you would get a chocolate, but then you would, you know, poke it and be like, why did I get a like button? I think a button was one of them. I think uh, there was um, a rock or something might've been another one. It was just, well, you know, Santa is watching and apparently you were picking on your brother or sister that day. So. I've never seen those. I would love to get something like that. Yeah, like I, I just happened to come across it um, uh, probably like five, six years ago at uh, Spencer's Gifts. Oh, okay. That would. I think is where I saw it, but um, which explains it because they had a lot of gag gifts. Yeah. But I just thought that was the, uh, that was the coolest thing for Advent calendars. Well, thank you for coming on. No problem. Thank you for having me. Uh, it was great talking to you about the the specials, and I'm glad somebody remembers the William Vinton's Claymation Christmas. California raisins, baby. Yeah, you can't forget those, especially if you grew up in the 80s. But you want to tell everybody about your show? Yeah. Um, check, make sure you guys check out uh, Stories from the Sidelines. Um, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, we do, we talk, uh, to different coaches, different athletes, um, throughout the, uh, area. Uh, our last episode, in fact, uh, I brought back, um, an old, uh, shot put thrower of mine, Lindsay O'Brien. Uh, she tells us about her stories. Now she's throwing for St. John Fisher and she's having a ball out there. So that's our, our newest, latest episode. So check that out and, um, check all the other ones out. Cause it's really, uh, it's a, it's a great show. And thank you once again for coming on. No problem. Thank you for having me. And remember to check out new episodes of Let's Talk with No Politics, okay? 
every Sunday on the BICBP Radio Network. Bonus episodes every Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Helium Radio Network. And go check out the Facebook page, the YouTube channels for great content as well. And with that being said, good morning, good afternoon, and good night.